and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good friend, South Dan Chum, bearded legend, Mr. Magic Fingers himself, Mr. Paul Levy. <laughs> Magic Fingers. You make it up as you go along. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is episode number 63. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, it's been a good week, actually. Interesting uh, and entertaining Meet the Manager with Kevin Nolan uh, last Thursday. Uh, but before we crack on and, and go into all of that, if you haven't already seen and liked our Facebook page, just go onto Facebook and search Orient Outlook Podcast, um, or even Orient Outlook, that should be enough. Uh, and then click the like button, it's where we post all our news and exclusive info that we get. Just another way of keeping up to date with everything. And uh, we're also on, on Twitter, if you weren't already aware, at Orient Outlook. You can also email us if you're not on social media, we are Orient Outlook at Outlook. Dot com uh, and always include at or in Outlook if you're using Twitter if you want to retweet. Yep, cool. So episode 62 uh, was last week and some fantastic messages and reviews from you all. So thank you for those. So a few we're going to mention. So firstly, on Facebook from Richard Hayden who said, just listen to the new edition of the podcast and it's a great one as usual. It has made my stay at Basildon Hospital after my heart attack a little bit easier. Keep up the good work, lad. So Rich, thanks for the message and we wish you better and hope you were able to make the game yesterday. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, get well soon, mate. Yep, and also thanks to Richard Crouchman for your message, who said quite simply, great job again, lads, great insight to all things Orient. So thanks very much. Yeah, absolutely. And at uh, MJS, I said, great episode, gents. Concerned Lloyd James' position is uncertain. Why not a tackler? He's our best pass over the ball. So that was in regards to our midfield conversation last week. Um, Lloyd's currently out injured, but when he comes back, he's going to find it hard to get back in the team at the moment with... You know, a Tengana and Nolan taking those two central spots and looking very good together. Yeah, that's so exactly right. Say. Unless he goes with one up top. Yeah. And has Lloyd James. But Lloyd James has had a foot injury, which is why he's not featured recently. But Absolutely. according to Kevin, he started training with the team on Thursday. Good. So uh, that's good to hear. And um, at Gould Howard said, good show, chaps, but, and I never thought I'd say this, a little too short. Yeah. <laughs> So thanks always, as always, for the community shouts, hashtag together. So thanks for the feedback. And we actually, when we started off doing this, tried to aim for about half, half an, an hour. hour. Yeah. And then just things just sort of spiraled from there, really. And it ended up being closer to the hour, which I thought we thought was too long. So we do aim for about sort of 40 minutes. 40 minutes, I'd ideally, say. Ideally, because I think anything much after that, you're probably going to get bored of hearing us and switch yeah. off, basically, or not even bother. So, uh, but thanks for that. Howard, much appreciated. Well, it's good when people say it's too short rather than too long, so yeah. take that. So, and take lastly, that, yeah. uh, from actual sessions, so good to hear from you again, George, who says another fantastic podcast by Orient Outlook. Loads of great points discussed, and in good time too. Palmer is a massive enigma, and I think it is quite clear that Simpson benefits from playing with him. But is that a good enough reason for Palmer to start? Tough one. It's a good point. Good point. So this time last week, everyone was saying let's start Palmer in the forthcoming game and put Nandalay on the bench, but. You know, in hindsight, that's a wonderful thing to say. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see how that all turned out if you haven't already caught up with yesterday's yeah. game. So, uh, our friends over at the Supporters Club, um, David and Tim and, and Karen and everybody over there, Tony. Um, so, they've, uh, we, we mentioned it last week, but they're now opening on match days at midday instead of half past 12. Uh, and they're showing any early games that are on Sky or BT Sport. If you're not a member, to get in, it is only a quid. Um, and that obviously goes towards the upkeep and running of the club. Yep, so a few away games coming up with uh, coaches leaving. So on Tuesday, <coughs> coaches to Carlisle, few tickets still available, leaves at 10.30am for a 7.45 kickoff. There's £33 adults and £30 concessions with a £3 surcharge to non-members. Yep, and also uh, the historical return to Oxford, Saturday the 12th of March. Coaches leaving the supporters club at 11 for a 3 o'clock kickoff. 
Fares just 22 quid uh, for adults, 19 for concessions, and if you're a, a, a non-member, there is a £3 surcharge. Yeah, and Friday 25th of March, my birthday, uh, a newly added coaches Accrington Stanley, uh, leaving outside supporters club at 8am for a 3 o'clock kickoff. £30 adults and £27 concessions, and as always, the £3 surcharge to non-members. So if you're interested in going on any of those, I'm sure the trains, now we're getting closer to the day, are probably going to be more expensive. So bookings can be made in the supporters club at home games or just ring the travel line, which is 07722 135970. Yeah, and in Starman Awards, we mentioned it last week, there's only 25 tickets left now, so get yourself down there, Sunday 1st of May. It's a bank holiday Monday day after, so you can have a few drinks, stay out till late. Um, and oh, yeah. yeah. So see you there. Weekend. That's going to be a great night. We'll see you down there. Yep. Also, uh, happy birthday. We think it's belated to the chairman of the Supporters Club and a, and a great um, uh, friend of ours, uh, David Dodd. So happy 70th wow. birthday, David. Not a day over, doesn't look a day over 60. That's how good <laughs> that man's skin is. So what, well done, David. What a lovely compliment. And happy you, birthday yeah. to you. Absolutely. I saw your cake on the, uh, in the Supporters Club on Twitter yesterday. It looked lovely. Cool. Save us a slice, please. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to the week that was so episode 62 was recorded last week on Sunday morning and later that day Mr Baldry uh, was named in the Football League Papers League 2 team of the week so well done Skip and I must say Baldry uh, looks a lot more comfortable alongside Brisley yeah he's really shored it up he needs yeah. that more experienced person Baldry, absolutely he? he doesn't want to be the most experienced pro there he wants to be either level or have someone yeah. perhaps slightly but you know that's just that's just how he works. So Monday the 22nd of February following his goal and clean sheet Sean Brisley is named in the official Football League team of the week. So well done to Sean. Yeah, well done. And on the Lutz County game Sean was also speaking to George Sessions and he said I don't think the match in general was a good one to watch, but coming away from home sometimes you've got to do the nitty-gritty part to get a result and that's what we have done. You've got to take every game seriously because this could be the one that makes a difference coming into the season. Uh, and also, interestingly, he should reveal that he's out of contract in the summer yeah. uh, and he w- wouldn't mind a permanent move to the O's. And he said, I definitely think about a permanent move. I've enjoyed my time here. I've only been at the club for three weeks, but it's been the perfect three weeks so far. Yeah, he's had a good three weeks. If you're going to join a club and, and want to get on a run of form, then I think you don't get much better than what he's got, to be fair. Scored a goal, clean sheets. Yeah, and we're moving up the table quite nicely. So I mean, I guess impressed with that. I guess a lot depends on what division we're going to be in next season. Um, obviously, if we're in a higher league, then Kevin might try and get more experienced defenders in. But I think certainly at this level, from what I've seen, of Sean, good defender. Yeah, I think he'd probably make the mark, make the step up quite easily, quite comfortably. Actually, yeah. I don't think we'd have too much trouble with that. Um, interestingly, as well, Kevin Nolan's was speaking to Guardian Orient um, and said on his current form, "I've just got to keep working hard during the week." This is Kevin Nolan talking about his own form. He said, "Just got to keep working hard during the week. I'm starting to link up a bit more with the lads going forward, so I'll give myself a nice five out of ten, uh, which is fine. I don't think he's being particularly um, harsh, uh, harsh on himself yeah. either way. Yeah, that's 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 probably the right word. So yeah, and that's good. It's good that he's quite honest about yeah. where he's at and he's not over egging. His performance is not saying, "Well, I'm ex prem and I sh- I'm at a good eight, blah blah blah." You know, he's he's very level headed, and that's very very pleasing. Yeah, I mean, I still yeah. think he's a bit rusty. Um, and he's obviously, lacks sharpness, doesn't he? Absolutely, that, that can only come with more matches he plays, and as he gets to develop his game alongside Simpson and Nandale and Palmer up top. So good to hear. So yep. Tuesday, twenty third of February, we play a behind closed doors friendly with Stevenage, uh, featuring players who haven't fit, played much recently. Uh, unfortunately, lose the game 3-0. So, again, good just to see players who haven't been playing uh, recently get some game time 
and get them back up to match sharpness. Absolutely. And then in the evening, there were several uh, League Two fixtures. Uh, AFC Wimbledon beat Carlisle 1-0, uh, which meant that we dropped 10th. Uh, but you can see just how tight it is at the top of League Two, um, as those three points for Wimbledon moved them uh, up from 10th to 5th. Yeah, it's so tight. Uh, it's there. really, really ridiculous. Um, interestingly as well, ex-Loney John Marquis scored on his debut for Northampton. <laughs> it's incredible, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Absolutely. Know. It just shows you, you know, you put a guy in a place where he does well and he, and he does well. Yeah. You know, it's... rather than playing him... Where you want, you know, it's yeah, okay. Well, we'll move on from that because we don't want this to be a negative podcast. Yeah, uh, Wednesday, 24th of February, happy 28th birthday to Late Night Captain, uh, Mr. Matthew Baldry. Happy birthday, Skip. And bon as you, anniversary. And as you said in that lovely photo that you've done, yeah, bon anniversary. So, happy birthday, mate. Yeah, well done. And on the 25th of February, uh, the birthdays keep on coming. Um, Scott Cashkit turned 20. Well done and happy birthday, Scott. Look yeah. forward to seeing more of you. Loads of birthdays this week. Seem to be. Yeah. Um, also on Thursday, more great work from the Late Lawrence Fans Trust as Jay Simpson and Fraser Shaw attend the sh- uh, show races in the Red Card Workshop uh, for Aldersbrook Primary and Glade Primary School pupils. And also Freddie Moncure and Jack Humphrey attend the Get Active for Mental Wellbeing event in Waltham Abbey and give some free tickets away for the Crawley match. So great to see again, get you know Howard and his team there, Neil getting plays out of the community, really driving, it. driving people. Um, yeah. Orient and you know with West Ham moving into Olympic Stadium it's never been a more vital time to get those young kids especially into the ground and get them supporting the O's yeah and it's something that um, is being tackled through the fans forum as well we, you know, we, you know the, the, the club management are aware of that initially it wasn't a concern to them I don't think it's a major concern because we you know we're still looking at, at getting young talent young uh, young kids to come through and, and, and make them Orient fans rather than West Ham fans but you know West Ham moving into the Olympic Stadium will always be a problem Speaking of the fans forum, notes should be published earlier this week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All being well, so we'll definitely get that on our Facebook page and get that on, up on Twitter and our various social media accounts as exactly. soon as they get uh, authorised. Authorised. Yeah, that's it. It's not. And just to just for those naysayers that it's not uh, that there's anything secretive or there's anything you know to preclude, but it's just to make sure that you know things are put out that were not misunderstood and that it's all. Everyone's happy with what's been said, basically. Yep. Um, then in the evening, Thursday evening, I went to meet the manager. And if you were on on Twitter trying to keep up with it, <laughs> um, I, I, I did my best. I tried as hard as I could. Your best was amazing. Well done. Thanks. It was very, very good. You had even me on the edge of my couch. So I was unable to go. Um, Which is fine. Parenting responsibilities. Yeah. Um, um, mate, you've you, you done so well. A big kudos to you, Mr. Thanks, mate. Very so good. yeah, we turns out as it turns out, we were the only ones I think that were doing yeah. it. So I'm, I'm I'm pretty pleased that we we were able to. Um, so what were so your thoughts on the evening? Then? So you were there. It was so, really good. Yeah, actually, it was probably better attended than I've I've. So I, we didn't go to the Hendon because I was away yeah. and you couldn't go. Yep. Um, but but Kevin comes across as someone who's very confident. He's he's obviously had media training. He's obviously very savvy. Yeah. Yeah. He obviously thinks very carefully about what he says. There were a lot of poorly worded questions. I mean, I, I, I say this is easy for him because he's not used to dealing with train... Sorry, he's used to dealing with train, train reporters, yeah. uh, you know, from the BBC or, or The Sun or, or people with agendas, basically. Yeah. Here, you just cut all of that yeah. mess away and you just had raw emotion and, and raw thoughts from people. You know, people saying about Payne doing this and sure that yeah. and him not playing so well and would you be subject... You know, quite to the point, yeah, blunt, yeah, yeah. blunt questions. Um which I thought he handed them very, very well, to be honest. Also, someone said about dumb. 
you know, the, the, that question was really, really badly worded. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the word legend or something and is used to describe many Orient players, but not Alan Dunn. Something along right, those right. sorts of lines. And, uh, and you know, and he said about Alan Dunn, he said, Look, hey, listen, the guy's played 400 games in the league. You know, he's not just not suddenly gone, yeah. gone rubbish overnight, you know. Um, so anyway, uh, regarding Shaw as well, he said he's not playing because, you know, he's resting him and managing him, basically. And he's not been dropped because he's not good enough. Yep. It's just... He feels that the pressure on him needs to be managed properly. Didn't beat about the bush, he was honest. There was a few laughs and jokes along the way. Someone got his name wrong, I don't know how or why. <laughs> someone called him Andy That's and someone brilliant. else called him Karen. Um, but there you go. Yep. Um, and also someone said how they told him how he feels he should be playing the team with himself and <coughs> Payne and Lloyd James and all the rest of it. So... You know, he he was careful not to be disrespectful back to the people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're always a meeting man. You're always going to get fans to do that. I'm sure he get he's got that every club he's been at. People having different ideas. So I'd say that's not unusual. Yeah, and not to sort of um, repeat what's already been said, but you know they do work on things in training. They are trying new stuff out all the time. That he he is encouraging Peter, the guys to to do that. And we saw that in yesterday's match against yep. uh, Crawley, which we'll come on to in a bit. Um, very enjoyable. Seems a very nice guy. I had a quick chat with him afterwards. You know, very approachable. Really, really nice guy. Um, yeah, I think I think it was very successful. Brilliant. Good little round up. Yeah, there. so you, everyone seemed to have a good night. Uh, got quite a few tweets actually after it. So just a selection of what we got. So from at nilbro two one three six six five zero four. Said Fault Kevin Olin came across really well and provided great optimism for the future in a way in which he wants to manage and play. Yep, at Kev Kevin Cowlin said a very good evening at LOSC last night. No doubt Kevin Nolan is the right man for the job. One word to describe him: inspirational. Thought Kevin Nolan had the audience in the palm of his hand, answered everything, and has great sense of humour. Needs time though. Yeah, I agree with that. Good point. Needs yeah. time. Time being operative word. So. Yeah. Uh, on the Friday, 26th February, not much happened. So moving on to yesterday, Saturday, 27th February, in the morning, the Andre teams had another fantastic result as they smashed Portsmouth 4-0 with uh, goals coming from Josh Caroma, who bagged the double, one from Stephen Alzate and Christian Aruzu on the score sheet as always, um, yeah, pretty much. Regular so, names. Yeah, I mean, Portsmouth are a big club again. They must have a decent new system down there. We smashed them again. And, you know, week after week, it seems to be 2-0, 3-0, 4-0, Always to the O, so great yeah. work. Credit again to Andy and the team down there. And just while we're talking about the youngsters, he did mention about Cashkit, Monker, yeah. Granger, Ling, that they need to be playing more men's football. So I know it's sort of jumping back, but um, you'll probably not see them wearing an orange shirt again this season. They'll probably be out on loan play, and maybe even next into next season as well. It's something that I noticed yesterday as well. In the warm-up, uh, once Chizak had done his warm-up, the first team were taking shots against Arthur Janata. In right. goal, okay. who's literally is like a fifteen-year-old, and he's an under-sixteen keeper. Yeah. So again, great to see them developing all these keepers. You've got Sam Roach, Sam Sargent, Granger, and now actually playing before a match against. We're actually like a conveyor belt of goals. Yeah, here, so aren't we? we could be seeing potential future England goal Great to see. Yeah. Great to see. Love it. Brilliant. So Crawley at home uh, was yesterday uh, as well. Um, the team lined up with Chisak in goal, Hunt, Baudry, Brisley and Jerome Binon-Williams, the young loanee from Palace. Yep. Across the midfield, Clahessi, Atangana, Nolan and Moore. Yes, that is Sean Clahessi, once of right-back fame. <laughs> and uh, Simpson and Nandole started up front with subs of Granger, Shaw, Essen, Payne, Pritch, 
uh, Geraldo Martin and Oli Palmer uh, yep. started on the bench. So one change from Notts County lineup as Clehesi came in for Joe McEnough, who was ruled out in a match with an ankle injury. So for me, yeah, it didn't change so much about it as you wouldn't expect him to. There was lots of talk before the match whether Palmer would come in for Nandelay, but obviously he kept faith in Nandelay. Yeah. And obviously with McEnough being out, I guess the big call for him was whether to put Clehesi there or uh, Pritch or hashtag. JCM. CJM, yeah. CJM. I keep calling him JCM. You do keep doing that. Uh, yeah. CJM. So with Clehesi. Yeah. Um, your thoughts on that? Yeah, a bit surprised he didn't start with CJM, but like I've said to you, you know, in our chats, I've said that CJM is like an impact player. You know, he comes on with 20 minutes to go, like when we had Townsend, like when we had Mpoku, yeah. like when we had, um, oh, George Porter, for example, yeah. bad, very bad example. But you know they come on with you know with with, with fifteen twenty minutes to go when the defence have been tired, and basically they just get the ball and they just run at the right back or the left back, whatever. Um, so I suppose from one in one respect, I was surprised he started with Clehesi at right mid um, and not CJM. Well, Clehesi's got a good cross in him. Well, normally has a good cross in him. Is what we've seen when he makes forward runs from the right back. So yeah. I guess we can see why he went with Clehesi. Yeah, um, I, I agree. So lots of feedback from the team lineup on Twitter. So a few that we'll mention. At WJohns98 says, find it difficult to see why Martin hasn't come in for Joby. Uh, may give Hunter free reign, but CJM has more quality than Sean. So, good point. Okay. Uh, at Andrew underscore Manx. Very worried with that team. No creativity or pace in midfield. Not going to be a great footballing spectacle. I'd say the creativity would probably come from Nolan, though. Possibly, but then you'd be some players like Joby, you know, who you probably would be there. So, with the wings, though, you'd think that you know, oh, I see what you're saying with, with Moral Glares, he doesn't think that they're creative, yeah. Really. Good point. So, before the match kicked off, interestingly, the O's warmed up uh, down there into the pitch down the south stand, so walked in about half past two and was greeted with a nice, you know, the Orient players down there, which was good to see. And then also noted in the first half, we kicked off towards the north stand, so maybe Kevin. And Mr. Bichetti trying to change it up a bit and trying to change the way the home fortunes have gone by putting in um, different procedures before the match. Yeah, nothing, no harm in changing it. Um, so the match kicked off, and although we were on top, there wasn't really much that actually happened in the first period. Yeah. Uh, we were in complete control. Crawley looked void of ideas. They looked really poor. They were but we've seen poor teams come to us and actually get something from us. So I think they're probably the poorest team I've seen. I've seen in, all, yeah. in all honesty, they just kept launching it up top. Their passing was well off. And yeah. They, they let nothing, but they've got that, that on paper. You know, they've got a, they've got an all right squad. Yeah, I thought Lee Barnard's pretty Lee good. Lee Barnard, Matt Harold, yeah, um, and a couple of other their midfielders, and, and their goalkeeper Paul Jones was was very good yesterday. Yeah, actually, yeah. to be fair. So we were, um, we were winning all the second <clears throat> balls, weren't we? We were playing yeah. the ball around nicely, Headers. but not creating too much. I would say yeah. so that we know it's a bit sh- scrappy. Yeah. Bit but. scrappy, I thought. We we gave the ball away cheaply at times as well. We yep. were launching it forwards, but you know, that's a difference. You know, we we were winning the second balls and and, and getting there before they were, so it yep. made our life easier. So we um, noticed short corners. So obviously yep. different corner players were going on. Our man was winning a lot of the knockdowns, but nobody flowing up. So there's no one playing off of him. Yeah, you know. So it, it kind of he won it, headed it, and then it kind of went back to to Crawley. Yeah. Clehesi, although getting into decent positions, I must say, from a right midfield point of view, not beating the first man with, any, with his crosses. Any of his crosses that really. was disappointing, actually. It's got a bit frustrating. A lot of people around us were getting quite frustrated. Yeah. You know, because he, he, he's, got the, he's got the oomph and he's got the desire to want to beat a man like on, with the ball on the floor, but also he's got the ability to put a decent cross in. And we've seen time after time him putting decent, decent crosses, crosses in. in. 
but it just wasn't happening for him yesterday, yep. sadly. Sammy Moore was very tenacious, but he done really well, considering that's not his position. He worked hard. He Sammy worked Moore. very hard, done very, very well hard. for the team. Yeah. Uh, and I like the look of Benon Williams. thought he was excellent. Outstanding. thought he was me. excellent for me. You he know, got the ball in the corner, he was boxed in in the corner, and he still managed to find a space to pick a pass out, being crowded in, and I thought he was excellent. Showed some nice pieces of skill. Although he's young, he's quite a big lad. He's quite physical. It's quite hard to get past him. Um, <clears throat> so for me, I'm very happy with him. I think he could be a good asset. I think so too. Very good asset. I absolutely so agree. First half was coming to a close and we were just saying... Just lever it. We were just saying at the time, we making our half-time notes, we're going to have to say it's going to be the seventh game in which Nolan's team hasn't scored in the first half. <laughs> and about 30 seconds later... Um, I said to you, go on, just smack it, Nandale. Yeah. Just, just take a shot of goal. He took it at any point. Long ball came in. Long ball came in, Nandale wins it well, controls it well. He does. Just st- strike his instinct, just turns and just absolutely hammers it past their keeper, doesn't he? Yeah. Top corner, unsavable, um, superb goal, out of, out of nowhere. Absolutely nothing. Literally, to coin the WWE phrase, out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Superb goal. <clears throat> Credit to Nandale, you know, to take, take it on a hit, hit. great hit. Um, yeah, superb. That goal ended up winning the Sky Sports goal of the day as well. So well done to our man, uh, who kind of sank to his knees after, looked up to the heavens in uh, tribute to his uncle who passed away last Tuesday. So great goal. Tough week. Tough week for him, but yeah. what, what a goal that was. Uh, and again, like we said, the first Orient goal in the first half under Kevin Nolan's reign. So well done. We'll yeah. see more first half goals. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, yeah, we... we We've we've seen quite a few stunners this season. I'll we are not going to be short of goal of the season competition. I'll tell you what, you got, you got a few brilliant Coxie free mm. kicks. McEnough's got two absolutely superb contenders for goal of the season. Sammy Blair Moore, Turgot. Blair Turgot, absolutely. I think they're still my favourite out of all of them. What Blair? Yeah, because of the team when Ollie Palmer nicks it. Yeah, passes it to Sammy. Sammy passes it to Clahessy, yeah. and then uh, to Turgot. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be an absolutely tough one to call. But so. what a great headache to have. Absolutely. <clears throat> Look what we're talking about. So, half time, whistle win. 1 yep. 0 to the O. Decent half. We were in complete control, um, but it did take something special to break the deadlock. Crawley looks poor, yeah. and our, our persistence paid off, and we got that goal. So, attendance announced uh, 4,610, uh, with 301s away fans. A bit poor, but a few people didn't know that might have been affected by the West Ham early kickoff, which was an interesting one. Why would that be? Because people who go to West Ham sometimes come to Orient. And vice versa. Right. So there's a little bit of people saying maybe the West Ham game affected attendances. Obviously, it was freezing. People have a lot of colds. Obviously, Hello. a lot of the guys we go with didn't go yesterday because they were unwell. And you're sitting here coughing and spluttering. And spluttering. And so yeah. maybe, but yeah, a bit disappointing. Obviously, Crawley didn't bring too many fans, which you know. But you think it's reasonably local? Reasonably yeah, I, I thought it was to. quite local. We usually turn out in good numbers. We down definitely there, took more fans to them. So second mm. half kicks off, no changes, yeah. um, and we, it was nice to see Warren kicking towards the south stand. Yeah, I much prefer right. that. I don't know why, but I much prefer us kicking the South Stand second half. Well, no disrespect to the North Stand, but I always feel that the South Stand's a louder stand to kick towards anyway. Yeah. So surely it would make it more, more sense <clears throat> to kick towards the louder stand in the second half. That's what Liverpool do with a cop um, and all the big teams do towards their, their, their prominent home end. Yeah. Um, but I thought the South Stand were quite loud in the second half, louder than what they normally are in the second half, and that was a, a, direct, a direct result of Orient kicking towards us in the second half so hopefully that carries on and it's also good to see once Nolan that will come on to miss his mm-hmm. chance a lot of people saying Kevin Nolan's red and white army and there was a we point where we, we had a free kick so there's yeah. a lot of milling around and as we were singing it Nandalay was kind of bobbing his head along to it and having a little sing along so yeah was nodding his head on the Kevin Nolan's red and white army and then when they do the four claps he was doing the you do, know the yeah. not 
sort of shaking his head, sort of side shake. Yeah, like little, like as if you're stretching your neck out. Uh, that was really cool. That was really funny. Um, then 52 minutes, good work down the right from Nandalay. Puts a ball in for Nolan, um, who put it over the bar from literally four yards out. Yeah, should have been two 0 Should have scored it. easily. Should have scored it, and it was all smiles after it. But lucky we were already in the lead and not losing because it yeah. wouldn't have been otherwise. Um, yeah. But for me, it was great to see that Nolan run because it means that he's getting fitter, getting sharper, and those runs are something you know. Kevin Nolan for getting in the box at the right time and putting those away so good to see that he's making those runs now reading the game and that's a result of his match sharpness yeah absolutely and then the 55th minute just a decent spell of us counter-attacking but not being able to get the second goal so firstly Simpson done well um, to get his shot away but straight at the keeper and then secondly a good ball over the top from Brisley their defender misread it landed beautifully to Armand should have really buried it yeah should have put in a tame shot at their keeper um so really wasted a few good opportunities within those five minutes to get to, they get, went, to get in the lead. They went for placement over um, over power. Um, so from that point of view, I could see what they were trying to do. The thought process was, was, was right, but either side, just a couple of yards yeah. either side of Paul Jones is, is, has not got that. But, but just to come back a couple of minutes before that, Crawley never really tested uh, Alex Chisak in, in the Orient goal, I don't think at all in the first half. And I think their only one came yep. on the 53rd minute, which was just a couple of minutes before that chance. And, and that, that shot had quite a bit of pace on it and, and it was awkward because yeah. it wasn't on the ground, but it wasn't at a, yeah, yeah. It was at an awkward a, a level. So Alex did well to get down and, and, and put, yeah. parry that to the side. And again, parried it out Away. of danger, yeah, not well in, back into, into play. So... Um, yeah, cool. Then um, just a few minutes after that, still a lot of pressure from Orient. And then the 71st, the cross came in from the right from Sean Clahessi. He found Nandalay at the far post and he shot from a very, very tight angle, actually. Um, he was just sort of on the edge of the six, uh, on the five-yard uh, box, uh, sort of at the far post and um, sort of smashed it towards goal. And I think it deflected in. I'm pretty sure it deflected in. It, was, it was definitely going for goal. It was going uh, for goal, but it, it's deflected, deflected in. Deflected off. From their defender. Uh, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, relief, I think, from the players, really. Yeah. Uh, just to see it. Not put to bed, but almost put to bed. Yeah, I think I think I think that goal effectively killed the game. Um, good finish from him. He could have easily squared it back to Simpson, but went for it himself. And um, he's got a good he's got a good little volley on him. Now that we've seen that, so away to Portsmouth, seen it a few times now. Uh, can can read the ball and get that well. It's you know, fair play to Clahessi. You know, all it takes is one cross to change the game, and he, yeah. he did finally get it in there. Um, so yeah, good goal, and that as I say killed the game. Good celebrations from Orient. Nandale does a nice little dance. Uh, I think it was I think it was with Atangana. They done a nice little. That's jig. right. Yeah, they did. Um, and shows <coughs> the two new players integrating well. It's the French connection. The French connection, and it could have been more. Seventy second minute. Simpson done really well actually. Good little footwork from Simpson. He done a few nice little touches in he that did. game. Done very well. very good with his feet. Yep, got it out of his feet. Decent shot. That was going in the corner. That one. I wasn't straight at the keeper, but he made a good save. Uh, for me, I found Simpson was quite unlucky yesterday. He's looking a bit frustrated at the I moment. I think so. Um, a few weeks ago, that would have got him the way his luck was going. That he, he would have just put it a few inches wider with the keeper. Yeah. Um, but he's still making chances for himself. We know the quality he's got. The goals will come. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, then CJM comes on for Sammy Moore. Uh, Sammy Moore was uh, substituted uh, with a tight groin, yeah. so as a precaution. Um, and CJM almost scores straight away from coming on. Cross came in. Uh, cross comes shot, wasn't it? A cross comes shot. Yeah. yeah, I think it, it was genuinely intended as a, as a cross, but it, yeah. it, it's yeah. it's almost going in the top corner, and 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 Paul Jones tips that over 
pretty well actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think their goalkeeper had a bad game, to be fair. Yeah, no, you've done um, all right. Yeah. So then uh, a beardless Oli Palmer. Oli Palmer looks completely different. He looks beard. about twelve now. <laughs> he looked about thirty before. Now he looks twelve. <laughs> so he came on uh, for Armand Nandale. <clears throat> Nandale obviously got a great reception following his two goals, especially the first. We did question whether that was the right sub, so yeah. maybe you know it would have been decent to leave Armand on, maybe to go for the hat trick, you know, maybe take Simpson off, give Simpson a rest. But I think obviously he wanted Simpson to maybe get a goal to get Simpson's confidence back maybe. up, and obviously maybe had Tuesday night in mind. So that was that. In eighty first minute, Brisley almost made it three 0 as he heads over from the corner. So we've both noticed now with our corners, both Brisley and Baldry look dangerous when they're coming up. We saw yeah. Brisley score a goal last week uh, away to Notts County. And it looks like something Nolan's been working on in training. You know, good variation of short corners, long corners, and Brisley and Baldry both do look dangerous. From they do. We we actually look more threatening now. Absolutely. Um, you know, we scored last week from a corner. Yep. Um, with uh, with Brisley, but um, yep. So then on the 88th minute, Gerardo Martin forced Jones into another really good save. Yeah. Actually, pushed the ball over from a free kick. Very good free kick, actually. And and he looked very dangerous, Gerardo Martin. He did. Looked very very. He was give me the ball. I'll tap the right back. Uh, and he, and and at one point, I think I, he'd left the the right back eating mud because the on guy just yeah, yeah, yeah just left. <laughs> he just slipped and went face first into the pitch, and that was quite funny actually. And then the guy looked at his boot and he was like, "Don't look at his boot, mate. Mud you, off you, his boot. You've yeah. been done there, pal. It's all right. It's cool. It happens." <clears throat> so three minutes of added time were played. Uh, Full time whistle win, and we secured a comfortable two 0 victory, which yeah. was quite comfortable, I'd say. I'd and say so. A vital three points. So smiles and cheers around as rocking all over the world belted out. So no one had to say. After the match, I'm delighted for Arnie. Uh, Ar- Ar- Army. He yeah. has had a bit of bad news this week, uh, but he's come in and we've got round him. We are a tight bunch, and for him to put in a performance like that yesterday, I'm so pleased for him. I keep telling him to hold, keep hold of the ball. And I remember just a minute before his first saying, Let's him, and he did in turn before hitting it into the top corner. Afterwards, I told him, See what happens when you listen to me. So I'll take credit for that one. <laughs> we have a great bunch here and he has just added to what we already had. Yeah, and, uh, when he was speaking to um, Dave Victor as well, Dave at Dulcet, Dave tweeted, Kevin said that he was pleased that the president was able to see this victory and that he'd given him a big hug. He also went on to explain that Joby will be assessed tomorrow, i.e. today, yeah. Sunday, before making a decision about Tuesday and that Sammy Moore had a tight groin. Uh, the team are travelling to Carlisle on Monday yeah. by train, so it's obviously important that he gets assessed before then. And Kevin went on to say that he has a strong squad and he'll now use that and will make changes for Carlisle. And that Matt, <coughs> excuse me, that there are players in the squad that can play at a higher level. And Matt Baldry has been fantastic. Yeah, so <coughs> positive comments all round. A great tier, so it'll be an interesting <coughs> one to see who Kev goes with on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so league table. So that win lifts us up to seventh. So back in the playoff place is where we want to be. So as it stands, played 33, won 14, drawn 10, lost 9, 52 points with a goal difference of plus 4. So yeah. only 13 matches left. So only 36 points left to play for. And it's important because our goal difference took a hammering against Northampton. It's now it important that we do keep the clean sheets and get these 2-0, 1-0 wins because it helps. You know, it's going to make it. It's a difference between getting a getting a point or not essentially absolutely so still so tight up in the, in this division so yeah. I mean we're level on points for Wickham and Portsmouth who are in 6th and 5th place uh, but they do have a game in hand over us meanwhile we're one point above Wimbledon and Mansfield who are in 8th and ninth. so it will change from week to week you know? yeah. so, don't be too alarmed abs- when everyone's got the same uh, same games played then yeah. we can really sort of start to take a look at it um, so our views on the game really didn't see the te- I didn't see the team until quite late so the inclusion of Glahesi on right mid rather than Joby uh, was interesting particularly given that CJM was on the bench as we've mentioned earlier 
Um, I like the fact that Nolan and the team sort of mix it up. He, he mentioned in the meet the manager meeting that they're not afraid to change it up. They work on stuff in training. The team that they pick changes from day to day depending on what they've watched on the DVDs of, of other clubs uh, and obviously tactically what they want to do. So they'll work on stuff in training and chop it and change it. like that a lot. Um, prior to the match, you think, you know, on paper it's a game that we should easily win, but actually they've been a bit of a bogey side for us. They have. We beat them last season at <clears> home. <throat> that was the only time we beat them. Yeah, so in about seven matches, I think we've only beaten them once. Yeah. So, um, and, and Kevin was made aware of that stat in the meet the manager, and he said, "I, you know, that sort of stuff, superstition, yeah, absolutely sort of doesn't matter to me because tomorrow we're going uh, on Saturday said we're going to beat them, so it doesn't really matter." And and we did. Um, so we were strong all over the pitch, winning headers, second balls, um, standout players for me. I mean, everyone had a good game in my opinion, but the standouts for me were Jerome, uh, Ben on Williams, Sean Brisley, and Armand Nandwale. Um Really, really had very, very strong games, possibly their best for us. Um, so for us now, um, statistically, we've won five out of seven matches yep. under Kevin Nolan, um, and we've now scored in the first half of a match, so we can put that uh, voodoo to bed. Um, and yeah, we you know we won at home under under Kevin. Just generally great performance. You know they were a poor side, and and in the past we we potentially could have been poor and not got anything from that game. But actually we have, and we've got the three points, which is much needed. Yeah, good. So for me, yeah, good game for us. As poor as Crawley were, we were good, so we made them look as poor as what they were. Yeah. Ahmad took both his guys very well, especially the first. Great to see. Ben on Williams, for me, I thought grew into the game. It was very good. He's tough to beat. And I think Nolan is starting to look much sharper, the runs he was doing. Yes. He played a few great mm-hmm. balls in. He played, played one, I think, in particular to Nadele, which was superb. And obviously, two matches this week will get him much, much fitter yeah. and sharper. Um, Defence looks solid. Brisley looks really good. Baldy, like we said, looks a lot more uh, calm working alongside Brisley. Yeah. So that's great. Klehesi, we mentioned his crosses were very poor, but he did get the assist. So hopefully, you know, more crosses like that will come in. We controlled the pace of the game. We controlled the intensity. It was comfortable. And once like this, we'll get the confidence up. So all in all, like you said, Nana makes it five out of seven. Uh, and the team starting to hit a rich vein of form at just the right time. And there's Absolutely. always one team who goes on a massive run before the playoffs and ends up just sneaking into the auto yeah. spots. And it's very important if we do get into the playoffs that we're in a good vein of form before it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so great Carried to see. momentum on, yeah. Yep. So those were our views. Your views, we had loads as well, which was brilliant. Thanks to everyone. We can't read, ev- we won't read every single one out because that's uh, um, just not going to be very interesting we don't think but uh, a selection um, I don't know there's about a dozen here um, so we start with that Boatsy who said three points at home and back to back wins so important we now go on a run to get in those playoffs well done to Kev so far yeah those tweets are still coming in actually just a one in for Pete so thanks uh, thank Pete uh, at Len M4 said cannot really criticise that performance solid from back to front the only way is up yeah, at David G. Boone said, uh, sorry, at Salmon Connery said, confident home display. Sean Brizzy was an absolute rock at the back. Yeah, he was very good. At David G. Boone said, great result. Three points is gold. Makes Carlisle away massive. Our away form is good and points up. There will, and points up there will set up the looting game nicely. Magic. Yeah. At Janine Edelman said, uh, not sure why CJM didn't start in place of Clahessi, but through we won at home with a clean sheet. Yeah, it was nice to see a clean sheet at home, actually. It's been a while. At Giorgio Irwin, 77, said everyone played well today. Crawley were poor, but far too many times this season we have drawn and lost games like that. Yeah, you like that point, on. didn't you? Absolutely you spot like on, really. There, there are times where we've had rubbish teams come to us and we, we've just not seen the game out. Yeah. Um, at M0PHO said... 
Uh, great game today. No spare parts out there, which is a great, great point. Well made. Uh, and the whole team got stuck yeah, in. They yeah, did. It's a great tweet. At Chris underscore Holmes 24. It's a professional and efficient performance from Orient. Totally in control. Defensively solid. And the first goal was class. Yeah, at CM Oriental said, a cracking win and a clean sheet too. Happy days and something to build on. Yeah, at Chelsea Fish said, shaving off the beard, clearly the turning point to Orient success today. What will Ollie take off next? <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> Bit of magic mic going on there. Yeah. Um, at The Authentic, Gaz said, very happy with today, looks solid and Chisak won't be troubled. Um, uh, sorry, Chisak wasn't troubled. Uh, that first goal, bloody hell. Yeah. Hashtag back in the playoffs. Yeah, like it. Cheers, guys. Uh, at John Macker 1977 says, Fantastic performance, solid at the back, just like a bystander, and now the was pure class. I think we can say we've got our Orient back. Uh, we could have had at least five today. Massive game on Tuesday against Carlisle. Yeah, Carlisle is massive. And Mr. Underscore T, 82, said, and a short performance today. We probably should have scored three or four, but such lacklustre show from Crawley. I think the Crawley manager, when he was interviewed after the game, said, said it was something like... Used one word to describe it and said something like shocking or terrible, really laid into his team. So yeah, they were. They, they, were really, that. they were really poor, to be fair. Yep. Uh, Bradley Acker's 95. So that's the third sitter Kevin Nolan has missed. Starting <laughs> to think he doesn't want that 100th goal. But a great three points and a great goal. Absolutely. Uh, at Jay Pittle, a really good team performance with a lot more composure on the ball from front to back. Yep. Agree, yep. Good at, spot. At Lomax underscore Chris. So we have witnessed some dire football this year. But we've also been treated to some of the best goals ever scored in E10. That's a great, great Very point. Very good. Very good point. At Paul Crouchman, good to get back to winning ways at home. We are finding our form at the right time. Just need a few other teams to drop points. Yep, agree. At Orient Pete, um, short and sweet, says the Lonely Lara won't be pretty, but may be effective. Yeah, absolutely. At El Cawada, we have been well and truly sport this season with some quite amazing goals. Can't remember a season with so many. No, neither can I. At Lee Holland, 37 underscore, so played much better today, but our performance may be overemphasised as Crawley were rather awful and also Jay needs to start scoring. But as you mentioned earlier, we made them look worse I mean, no, yeah. as well because they were poor and we made them look worse by playing better. Yeah. Um... At LOFC1978, that's why Nandole should start instead of Palmer. Yeah, good point. And go. Just coming while we've been recording, uh, I think there's a few, few actually. Yeah. Pank P007 says, What I enjoyed, uh, other than Armored Strike, was how different this play looked. And my neck isn't hurting from aerial balls. And also from Buchan JP, said, Good win, pleasing performance, but we really should have had more goals. We missed some sitters in the second half. So thanks for all the tweets. Um, we do our best to read most of them out if we can. Yeah. Including the ones that come through while we're actually recording. Recording, yeah. That is the beauty of live recording. So <laughs> thanks very much to everybody. Sorry if we didn't read yours out, but do keep in touch with us. Absolutely. Um, prediction League update. Um, this is getting very, very tight it still. Is. So well done to at Mark Shepherd underscore 79, at Stephen Orient, at Bradley Ackers 95, at Boatsy, at ALB5399, at M0PHO, at Pillorental, at King Baggy King, at Stiggy64, <laughs> at Buchan JP, and at Giorgio Irwin, who all predicted a 2 0 win to the O's. No one predicted that Armin was uh, was going to score, so no bonus points will be awarded this week. So Pillorental is top of the prediction league on 13 points, at GForce underscore Shiv, at JN Crane, at Strop underscore O. Are in second points on eleven, so it's still very much all yeah. to play for. Uh, correct score and score up will definitely boost you to the top. So yeah, you... we now have an outright leader. Mm. So it's been tied at the top for ages, and like we've been saying, one yeah. correct call and the result changes everything. So well done to Pill Rental. 
and there'll be two obviously two predictions to play for this week. So yeah. obviously we'll tweet once they become available. So positives and negatives of the week. So yeah. should I do the loads positives? more positives than negatives, thankfully. Yep. Yeah, so positives. Firstly, back in the playoff spots. Secondly, another clean sheet. And also Matt Simpson's uh, collection now is up to two hundred pounds. Is it really? 20 pound a clean sheet, so well played Alex, get all the money you can out of Matt, Matt pay up boy. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll be monitoring that as well. Yeah, uh, also a home win for Nolan, which was good, so now two out of four at home. Also what we've noticed, squad depth, so lots of competitions, places, and lastly, mm. so five positives this week, probably the most we've ever had. Ever had, yeah. Back to back wins, so like we're saying, got to get on a good run form this time of year, very important, and hopefully we can carry that into this week coming up. Yeah, so only a couple of negatives. Obviously, Joby's injury and potentially, obviously, Sammy, Sammy Moore's Moore, injury yeah. as well. Um, and the other uh, negative is, obviously, Simpson not scoring. He's on a bit of a barren run at the moment. And, and also, the team's sort of wasting chances. We, we're, we're doing well to create. And if we weren't doing well to create and we, there was nothing and we were just void yeah. of anything, then I'd be more concerned. But, Absolutely. You know, to, to, to score two and, and have created several other decent ones is is really not a, not a bad thing. So... Moving on now to Hero of the Week. I think it's it's a pretty obvious hero this we'll week. We'll do the so. drum roll, but I think you know it's going to be... Armand Nandole. Yeah, well, that's uh, so well done, Armand. Two and, goals. Um, condolences to your family. Yeah, two great goals, especially the first. Fantastic. So this week's fixture. So we've got two difficult fixtures, I would say, coming up for us this week. Tuesday, we make the massive trip up to Carlisle. Uh, Carlisle doing well this season. They beat Morecambe away 2-1. They're 11th in the league. But a win for them would take them... Uh, on level points with us yeah. and they would go above us in the league as they have a slightly better goal difference and obviously we got you know we don't welcome him but obviously Jabbo uh, playing for Carlisle on Tuesday yeah. so got to keep him quiet he's had a decent season Jabbo in this league he's been back scoring as well he scored he had his red card rescinded last week and I think he scored oh, yeah. so Jabbo is going to be very dangerous so Carlisle have only got one goal better than us so so then on Saturday next week Saturday we entertain Luton so Scott Cuthbert returns they beat York I love no, Scotty C. I, I do, do love Scotty C. Um, they um, Luton beat York away yesterday. I think they scored in the 92nd minute it. or something. Right at the death. Uh, Luton were early favourites for a promotion but have had a disappointing season. They're currently 13th in the league with playoff places looking slightly out of reach but you just never know. Yeah. And we're also welcoming back the two Kevs. That's Kevin Nugent for the first time yeah. since he left us earlier in the season and, and obviously Kevin Dearden who's still goalkeeping coach, pie extraordinaire possibly. Um, at, 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 at Luton Town, uh, he by his own admission admits <laughs> it. He knows I'm only joking. So I'm sure both will get a, a massive welcome back. I, I'm Nugent will get a hero's welcome back. It'll be nice, lovely seeing Nugent back. So moving on, so goal of the month competition. We didn't do it last month because there was only it was going to be an outright winner, but there's a few decent goals this month. So we're going to bring it back. Goal of the month competition for February from the Only Outlook podcast returns. Go. Right, so we've got our soundtrack back. So it's going to be three goals this month. Um, all fantastic. So goal A, Joby McEnough versus Portsmouth. An outstanding curling shot from distance. That was quite a hit, so that is definitely going to be up there. Goal B, Sean Brisley versus Notts County. Great tackles to get his knee over the ball and keep it low. Goal C, Armin Nandale's stunning strike versus Crawley. Again, outstanding tackles. Yeah. So you can vote via Facebook via Twitter or give us an email yeah do hashtag goal A hashtag goal B hashtag goal C and put the hashtag LOFC in it why not let's make it easy alright nice so let's do that hashtag goal A hashtag goal B hashtag goal C but also put the hashtag LOFC in it as well so that everyone can see what's been voted on brilliant so we'll do that so 
Um, that's it. So thank you for joining us for episode is it. 63. It's been a great week um, for the O's. With Kevin Nolan's, we're obviously meet the manager at the Supporters Club uh, on Thursday. Being followed up with a great team performance yesterday and another great goal. So we've been spoiled, as we've said already, this season for superb goals. This time coming from Armin Nandale. So we've got a very tough week ahead. But if we can get two wins from two from this week's matches, then we'll be well on course to cement our places in the playoffs. So I reckon if we win these two games in the week, I reckon we'll make the playoffs now. So we'll be back with episode 64 yep. next week. Mother's Day. Oh, it is Mother's it Day. It is Mother's Day next Sunday. Oh, that's an interesting so one. So if you haven't got card or present yet, you've got a few days left. Just a reminder, that's what we do here at the Orient Outlet Podcast. We make sure you don't get in trouble <laughs> with the family. So make um, sure you get card and flowers organised for the mother, a restaurant booked if that's what you're inclined to do. Yeah, time of recording in TBC because I didn't think of that. So yeah. time of next week's podcast, TBC. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, hopefully we'll be back next week then with episode 64. We are well prepared, if nothing else, here. And so thanks for listening. Thanks for all your contributions. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, Howard, Timmy, everybody who said it was a bit short, we're coming in at about 45 minutes, so we hope that's better for you all. Um, We aim to please here, and we'll see you next week. (laughs) Have a great week, everybody. Yeah, and as always, keep calm and listen listen to to the Orient Outlet Podcast. Yep. Up the O's. Up the O's. Oh, (laughs) wrong one. How about we try with Rocking All Over the World? Have a great week. Up the O's. <laughs>